Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the idea of forgiveness, but mainly around forgiving yourself for things. So let's dive in. This idea of forgiveness. There's been a lot of discussion around the ideas of forgiveness over the years. Forgiveness is often pushed as something you must do in order to move on. However, in the last few years, people have pushed back on this idea, myself included. You don't have to forgive people who hurt you. You don't have to forgive people who harm you. That's true, you don't. That misses the point of forgiveness though. True forgiveness is all about allowing yourself to heal and leave the pain of the past behind. The most important forgiveness you can extend is to yourself. If you don't forgive yourself, you are keeping yourself trapped in your pain and misery. There is nothing worse than feeling your experience after a defeat or the despair that comes from a mistake. Generally, our errors blindside us to the point that it may, it may take months, if not years, if ever to recover. We've all been there. Unfortunately, the majority of us have been there more times than we would care to admit. Every time you go through one of these mistakes, you wonder how you will ever recover, how you will ever forgive yourself for this one. It doesn't matter if it seems to others like it's a minor mistake or just a small failure, because it's to you, it is decimating your life. Every time it happens, you feel as though you have, you don't uh, have the courage or the strength to move forward and bounce back. You don't have it in you emotionally. You don't have it in you physically. And you certainly don't have it within you mentally. Yet somehow you do it. There is, you know, the old saying, time heals all wounds, which is true. But there is a however. And that however is something else later on, years later, months later, weeks later, days later, whatever the case may be, where something will happen and then it, something inside you just snaps that takes you right back to that feeling of failure and not fully forgiving yourself. You aren't sure when it happened, but you suddenly realize you're living life and you've mostly let it go. Of course, like I've you know just mentioned, you realize you haven't forgiven yourself when another mistake rolls around and you beat yourself up for it and the ones that came before. You always promise yourself that you won't allow it to happen again. You're not going to make the same mistake. And if you do make the mistake, you're not going to let it keep you down. But somehow or other, in a weird sort of way, it does. You can recover from mistakes and failures, whether they are in your friendships, romantic relationships, family relationships, working life re colleague relationships, or any other type of relationship. It might feel as though you're going through dark times. You may feel as though you will never be able to forgive yourself, but you have to. 
You have to be able to look yourself in the eye in the mirror because no matter how small you feel, you have to reach deep with inside yourself to pull out all your might, your courage, your strength, and your energy. Now, that all sounds great, right? The big question is how? How do you stop getting stuck and living that broken record where you're repeating the same thing over and over and over, where you just want to step off that crazy roller coaster ride because you're just really sick and tired of having to repeat this same feeling of failure. You forgive yourself and you do it fast. But let's talk about how. So one of the things on how to forgive yourself and do it fast, let's search for the silver lining. To be honest, how often do you really search for that silver lining? It's not easy, no, but it's almost every situation. If you look hard enough, you will find at least one. Even in the gravest of mistakes, there is a silver lining. Even in the most trying of times, in the deepest of pains, there is room for growth. There is a lesson, and that is your silver lining. You grow, you mature, and as you make mistakes and learn from them, you gain a greater understanding of yourself, the people around you, of life, and of love. When you make a mistake that costs you money, or relationships, or time, or anything else under the sun. You have to search for that silver lining. But at what cost, right? That's the, that's the um, common denominator here. When you make a mistake that costs, if you're in a situation where you are blindsided by someone wronging you, you can find a benefit. Well, what is it? You may look at the situation and think you gained nothing but an understanding of the situation, and that isn't, that isn't nothing. Sometimes the passage of time is necessary to put space between you and the pain. It's in these moments where it's clearer to find the silver lining. That time gives you that, that grace period to look for those silver linings. For example, you're now ex-blindsided, you calling your relationship off. You were brokenhearted. You felt betrayed and the grieving process took time. It takes months to reach a point at which you recognize that no matter how it went, it was the right decision. It hurt because you weren't ready to let go. It hurt because you were unprepared for the end. That doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. You have to look forward as well. You have to think of things like this as the types of situations or mistakes as the fork in the road. You can only choose one path. Life boils down to a series of mistakes, but it also boils down to a series of choices based on those mistakes. We stumble from one to another with the lessons shaping us in between. 
It's easy to make mistakes. It isn't easy to bounce back. Aim to gain new understandings over your mistakes. Find that silver lining or several silver linings and just move forward. It often helps write these things down as well just to gain a bit of clarity and distance between you and the mistake so you can look back at it in black and white or blue or purple, whatever choice of pen color you have chosen. And it helps you to understand, okay, well, let me look at this from a different perspective. Another idea to forgive yourself and to do it fast is to reshape your goals. The pain of your failures can be used for a positive future. One of the ways in which to do this is to take the lessons you learned from failing and to use it to reshape your goals. What lessons were learned from the mistakes or failures you just experienced? How can you take those learnings and apply them to your life right now? And more importantly, how can they help you redefine your needs and your goals? The experience you gain from making mistakes and experiencing failure can guide you in the right direction of your goals. Perhaps you had a good idea of the goals you held dear, but you have watched it fail repeatedly. It just never seems to pan out. Well, you can learn and apply it to future action to try and ensure it happens, or you can take the lessons and reshape your goals. How many times do you need to be beating yourself against a brick wall, your head against a brick wall, right? So maybe that is it being the mistakes are signals to you that you need to take another look at these lessons and to reshape your goals in a different way. Maybe they need to be improved. Maybe there's something else that keeps grabbing your attention and is more relevant to your life. Every action you take should push you further forward and in a positive direction. It's difficult to forgive yourself after you make what you view as a massive mistake. It's difficult to heal from the pain and move beyond the hurt. A mistake should be viewed as leverage. Leverage to reshape your decisions, your path, and your goals. A difficult situation is more than just that. It's an opportunity. An opportunity to reflect, to grow, and to become a better person. Failure happens to the best of us. There should be no shame in failing. What doesn't happen for everyone, though, is the ability to learn and bounce back. I would also add that by sharing your your mistakes, the situation, however you want to label it, with others. So by sharing your mistakes with others, be prepared that those others are not in the same frame of mind or headspace as you will be. You might be using language to say, this is an opportunity for all of us to learn, when in actual fact, they're shut down and shut off because the way they view it is, it's your mistake, you own it, I'm all right, I have no problem. 
And that really is another signal and a gift to you to realize that not everyone wants to forgive and forget mistakes. And as hard and difficult as that is, you have to learn to let go and let them live their own life and in their own time. Because not everyone is riding along the same journey as you are in life. And they might not be ready or even see that there is something that they need to learn from this, this experience, this mistake, even though they may have been involved. They might not just get it. They might think, well, that's all you. That's nothing to do with me. But again, you have to let go and let them be and let them grow and develop in their own time. So as mentioned earlier, take the time to physically write out your goals, what you have for the future. Take your mistakes and leverage them to achieve your goals. What is it you want to achieve? Why do you want to achieve it? How can those lessons really be learned? How can you take those learnings and apply them to your life now? And more importantly, how can they help you redefine your needs and your goals in your current life? The experience you gain from making mistakes and experiencing failure can guide you in the right direction of your goals. Perhaps you had a good idea of the goals you held dear, but you've watched it fail repeatedly. Other questions to ask yourself is, why do you want to achieve it? How can those lessons from your past inform your future? How can this motivate you? Changing your goals for changing's sake is also not a good idea because you may find yourself dropping those goals and dreams because it was too painful or too difficult. So yes, I'll reshape them and just not do that whatsoever. That's not what this is about. It's about learning from those experiences and seeing, okay, do my goals that I really want to achieve, are they still valid? Do I still have a lot of passion and drive for them? If the answer is yes, then by all means, find ways because of these mistakes to tweak your approach and maybe ask a few people how they would approach the situation and learn from that. Your goals shouldn't be about earning more money. Your goals shouldn't be about buying more stuff. Your goals should be about achieving meaningful progress in your life. Without meaning, you are less willing to do what it takes to achieve it. Fuel your fire with the flames of your past mistakes and learn and grow from them. So another way to move on from your state mistakes and to do it fast is to examine your values. It's time to reassess your values. It's one of the most effective ways to forgive yourself, believe it or not. Your mistakes can inform your future by allowing you to assess your values through the lens of failure. 
we're going to talk a lot about leveraging your mistakes. That's what this is. What have your mistakes and failures taught you about what you truly value in this life? It's difficult to move on from the pain of your failures when you haven't sorted out your values. Without values, moving forward is a difficult proposition. So for example, imagine you had some relationship mistakes that resulted in the demise of your marriage, for example. How can you use those mistakes to evaluate your values to ensure you are better served in the future? Often the lives we lead are reactionary. And especially in this day and age where everything is very lastminute.com, very disposable, toss it away if it's not working. People don't really spend the time and invest the time and effort and themselves in relationships. We don't assess what we value. We don't think deeply about what you need. We react in the moment. Our subconscious mind may have a better idea of what we truly value, but you can't leave it hanging there. You have to get in touch with your subconscious and pull those values into the conscious mind. That's why writing your values out and keeping them in order of priority is important. With every step you take, your values can remain in your mind. Every decision you make can reflect those values. There is no greater way to forgive yourself and forget than to lead a value-driven life. It's fine to make mistakes. It's less fine to repeat them because you didn't take the lesson. So, for example, if you're in your third marriage, for example, and you can see that you're heading for another divorce. Really examine, is there a common thread here between all three marriages? Let's face it, we all are pretty much the same as human beings. The distinct difference is clearly the obvious physical one, the way we look, the way we sound. But deep inside of that, did any of those three people that you married have and share the same core values that you do? Or did you just go into the marriage thinking, oh, this is my savior, this will sort out all of my problems, and then we're greatly disappointed? Something to think about. From a work working relationship, you can also examine the mistakes that were made at work, specifically between colleagues, one calling you out for a mistake. Well, where were your values when those difficult conversations or the interaction had actually occurred? Did you stand up for yourself and say to them, what gives you the right to speak to me like that? There's your values. You value yourself and you honor yourself enough to stand up for yourself to say, please don't speak to me like that. Values are important, and I would encourage you to really start to dig deep into the subconscious to pull them out as to what is important for you. Another way to 
forgive yourself and to do it fast is gratitude. If you're looking for a tool to help you forgive yourself for the failures and mistakes in your past, then focusing on gratitude is an excellent place to start. Here's the thing. It's a lot easier to focus on what you don't have. We all do that. Hence, always keeping up with the Joneses, people feeling the green monster of jealousy, all that sort of stuff. It's easy to drown in a pity party at the end of the day. Compare what you have or what you, you've done to the people around you. If that's your mindset, then you will continually paint yourself in the role of victim. It's time to take responsibility for your life. And the mature thing to do is you can start by forcing yourself to look at the positive. You have to take off the programming of society to highlight what you have instead of what you don't have. Especially within this day and age of um, everything at our fingertips and we're being bombarded with lots of commercials on the television. It's not easy sometimes to switch off. And that's your signal and cue to just switch off, literally, physically, switch off the TV, switch off the phone, and just be present in the here and now. Look around you, whatever room you're in, or if you're outside, look around you and just be so appreciative of what you have accomplished, where you've gotten to is huge. It's amazing. You have far more than you actually realize. But it's difficult to see when you're caught in a cycle of comparisons or judgments. The water is running, electricity is on. Not only do you have a roof over your head, you have a front door that locks and a vehicle that runs. There is food in your fridge, snacks in the pantry. Your basic needs are met. That's a pretty good start to be in. Do you have your health? You're alive right now. Do your friends and family surround you, especially when you're in need? You have your wit, your, in, your intellect, your logic, the ability to see, hear, taste, touch, read, speak, write. There is a lot to be grateful for. Once you look at your life through the lens of gratitude, you will never run out of the incredible things in your life you should appreciate. The more you focus on gratitude, the easier it is to just move everything else away and quiet that noise. Life is abundant. You have to intentionally think of it that way. You don't have to start right now, but a gratitude journal is an excellent idea for everyone. Take time out of your day to record a few notes on what you have been grateful for. It's a helpful way to push past the mistakes you've been holding on to. So when those mistakes come knocking at your door, and they will, to remind you of what you've done in the past, the mindset of being in a frame of gratitude will help to quiet that noise. Another way to forgive yourself and to do it fast is to commit to it. What is it? 
What's that famous saying about repeating the same thing and expecting different outcomes because of being insane? It wasn't Albert Einstein who said it, as is often attributed, but whoever said it, they have a really good point. It's insane to think you can make a mistake, repeat it time and time again, but get the result we want. Life doesn't work like that. The universe remembers. What's the purpose of a mistake if you don't learn from it and make changes to ensure the outcome changes? You can't blame anyone else for your repeated mistake. I'm afraid, my friend, this is all on you. What you can do is commit to changing your behavior in the face of mistakes and commit to doing things differently. If you make a mistake, you have to forgive yourself, change your behavior, and move forward with change. It really is that simple. You can forgive yourself and think you have moved beyond the mistake. But if you do not change your behavior, it will always circle back around. When that happens, it becomes more and more difficult to forgive yourself. And I think that's one of the things that we can easily see with the current changing of the guard, shall you say, between one United States president and the other. One of them just has not learned their mistakes. And it is so painful because to watch, that is, because you can see all of these mistakes really could never, should never have happened, probably could never have happened if he surrounded himself with the right team and he had the right frame of mind to help people. But because he was very selfish, shall we say, it's very difficult to to help people like that when all they, they can't even see beyond the, their nose, for example. And I don't mean to get political and I don't wish any ill will on anyone, but I'm using it as a really good example of someone who thinks that they've done no wrong. And that is really the mistakes that they've repeatedly made time and time again will are being played out in front of the world stage, if you like, because Well, we have media and this particular president can't help himself but be in the limelight uh, a lot of the time. And as a result, because they haven't learned from their mistakes and don't want to accept the mistakes and the change that goes with it, they are lashing out at anyone and everyone, whether it be in the courts or for individuals and their jobs. They just, he's behaving a bit like, um, what was it, the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland and off with your head. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just using that as an example to highlight someone who is unwilling to accept their mistakes and change and be adaptive and grow from them. It's either, the way I see it is, it's a very clear example of someone wanting their way or the highway. They can't accept any other outcome but what they have this single-minded vision of. 
And that's not necessarily a bad thing because you do have to have drive, you have to have the determination, but at what cost, right? The cost of other people's lives. I think I had heard we are sitting at over 230,000 people have passed away from COVID in the United States. And potentially are that is that 230 odd thousand that could have been saved i don't know we can't go back in time but we have to go with the here and now be present and learn from our mistakes and move forward so that was just the example i wanted to give to you when somebody is unwilling to forgive not only themselves but others for what is happening to them And it's just really sad to see the current situation playing out in not a very positive or conducive way towards building relationships and moving the whole country as a nation forward. Anyway, let's get back to you because that's what really matters and that's all that's important. So just to recap, when you give in to pressure or bad habits, you have to recognize your mistake and make changes to ensure you do not repeat the behavior. If you can't change, you idle in neutral. You can't find that other gear in order to move forwards. And hopefully, I pray for your sake that you do not find the reverse uh, gear because that's really not helpful. But don't beat yourself up about it. You may even find yourself repeating these mistakes and slipping into reverse. You don't want to be in that position, but always try and be mindful about moving forward. Take the time to recognize what behavior resulted in the mistake. If it's on you, then commit to doing things differently. If it's down to someone else though, look at what contribution you made to the mistake and alter your behavior as much as possible. There is a a line, though, whereby you can try and alter your behavior, but the other party is not altering their behavior. So you do need to realize your values are important to you, and you just need to draw a line in the sand and let them go and move on yourself. If you can do this, then you can feel comfortable forgiving yourself and progressing in your life. Another way to forgive yourself and to do it quickly is a shift in priorities. Have you been living your life stuck in autopilot? Does it feel like that? Do you feel like you're living life like a zombie even? It's easy to do and it's even easier to completely lose sight of your priorities. Before you know it, you've woken up and realized, well, where'd the last 10 years go? How did I get here? I would have thought I'd be a lot further along than I am. Why are they there and I'm not? Now, let's, whoa, let's pull you back. If you're not sacrificing your values or time to make someone else happy, you're caught up in the busyness of life. It's difficult to look after yourself when everything else is demanding your time and attention. Okay? 
So just be mindful that you're not sacrificing your values or your time to make someone else happy. When you have the weight of the world, the expectations of others, the stress, the anxiety sitting on your shoulders, the only way out is through collapse or implosion or a sense of helplessness or just feeling stuck. Unless there's another way. I don't want to sound like a cliche by hanging a giant neon sign above the term self-care, but here we are. If you want to truly take care of yourself, if you want the power to forgive yourself and move on, then you have to shift your priorities and start looking after yourself. You can do for others, but you can't do it at the expense of yourself. Just remember when you're on a flight, what do they always say? Put your mask on first before you put others and help them put theirs on. Be kind to yourself. Take time out for yourself. Whether it's heading to the movies, grabbing your favorite lunch, or just slipping away to take the world's hottest bubble bath. Hmm, if we still do baths these days, do whatever that makes you happy and makes you feel like you're doing something for yourself. Indulge in time on your own to relax, re-energize, and refresh. Winning is fun, sure. Chasing achievements is great. But that's not everything that life is. Don't worry about impressing everyone else. Start worrying about yourself. Focus on what really matters to you. That begins with looking after yourself. It's much easier to forgive yourself and move on when you aren't drowning in stress and anxiety and also caught up in perhaps anger because you are focused on attending to anyone and everyone else but yourself. Make sure that you do not get to that stage. And if so, treat it as a signal and a sign and a message from above that says, you need to focus on you. Another area to focus on forgiving yourself and fast is altruism. Do you know what helps you extend forgiveness to yourself? Moving forward by looking outside of yourself. Look for opportunities to help people. Whether it's time, energy, or money, you have plenty to offer your community. You can still practice self-care and also give of yourself. There is something profoundly life-altering when you shift your focus to serving others. Right now, it might seem impossible. That's likely because you haven't yet taken care of yourself. Once you are in the swing of self-care, the idea of helping others will be much easier to envision. Chaos is all around us. Unfortunately, it will always be around us. But be a positive influence rather than being a part of the chaos. When you wake up every morning, ask yourself what you can do to help someone else. There are plenty of people in your community struggling. What can you do to ease their pain? 
Another area to forgive yourself and to do it fast is to let go. By now, hopefully you can start to see a little bit more clarity of how to forgive yourself. So go ahead and take a deep breath. Relax and let go. Life can be serious, maybe a little too serious and too heavy. But that doesn't mean you have to take everything quite so seriously. Remember that whatever you're going through right now, someone else has been through it or will be through it in future. In fact, there are people going through it right now and people will go through it in the future. That might not make it feel easier right now. It might not help you personally, but it's important to remember that your problems seem so large because they are the problems that belong to you. But you know what? Your problem today will be a distant memory to others in future. They will move on to another set of mistakes someone else has made and are willing and happy to talk about them to death. So just remember, this too shall pass. Your mistakes only seem gargantuan because you are the person making those mistakes. If a friend approached you to discuss the problem you are currently dealing with, what advice would you dispense? It would seem as bad if it weren't happening to someone else. So put yourself in an outsider's position as you deal with it. It's not a big deal. They'll get through it. Maybe that's not the best piece of advice as it's not a big deal and sounding quite flippant about it and very trivial. However, what kind of valid advice would you give to someone if they were going through the exact same thing you are going through? If you can see clearly enough to offer that type of advice to others, why can't you give it to yourself at the same time, that advice? Although sometimes you just need that distance, that time, in order to be able to clearly give advice to yourself. More importantly, why can't you take that advice? When it's happening to you, it feels as though the world is ending. Everything is crashing down around you. It isn't though, is it? Not really. Just take a breath, relax, and let it go. And if you still find yourself that you cannot let it go and it's chewing you up and eating you up inside, perhaps going for a walk, doing something physical to get your mind off of it, will possibly help. If anything, it'll certainly blow the cobwebs away that are crowding your thoughts that you can't see clearly. If you were to sit down and look back at the biggest mistakes you have made in your life, do they seem important now? Or do you recognize that you became a better person because of them? More than likely, it's the latter. They have a way of working themselves out. The problem is when we don't let go soon enough. You have to forgive yourself and you have to do it fast before the hurt and the pain are allowed to fester and ferment. 
Your pain just won't disappear by itself. You have to commit to letting go. Make a conscious decision to forgive yourself and move forward. It's a choice you can make. So why wouldn't you make the decision to stop relieving yourself of the past? Why would you want to dwell on the details of that when you can let go? Forgive yourself now and start living again. Another way to forgive yourself and to do it fast is to express the pain. One of the difficult aspects of failure to let go of it is the hurt and the pain. It is just so powerful sometimes, especially if you are a feelings-based person. That's all you are experiencing rather than thinking about the failure. You're experiencing the failure. It's natural to experience disappointment and possibly even grieve when what you're giving up is so precious to you. Part of forgiving yourself is to express the pain you are going through. Get it out of your system. Vent to a friend. Write it about it in a journal. Just work through that pain to process the hurt you are experiencing because of your mistake. I think when you really dig deep, you can find the clarity to why you are experiencing that pain, why it is so amplified to you at that moment in time. Often it's this pain that holds us back from self-forgiveness and keeps us rooted in place. Use the future as the impetus. What can you do better next time? What is holding you back? What do you want to break free from? Another way to move forward and fast is to don't play the blame game. Do you play the blame game? If it's not yourself you're blaming, it's someone else. At no point do you look at the impersonal and realize life is littered with mistakes. It's okay to explore failure and assign blame if you're using it to learn lessons and move forward. What's not okay is assigning blame and directing all your energy at being mad about it. Your feelings count. Don't think that your feelings override your logic, though. Your feelings are important. They are true. They are valid. But they aren't the be-all and end-all. Life is messy. The quicker you get used to that and learn how to move forward, the better. Life is always about a choice. You can choose to make responsible choices for yourself and your happiness and forgive yourself to move forward or not. The choice is yours. When it really comes down to it, it's all about today and tomorrow. That's it. Let go. Stop reliving the mistakes of your past and focus on today and tomorrow. Remember that story you keep telling yourself? The one where you're the victim of your own mistakes and you can't undo it and move on? 
it's time to rewrite it. Start focusing on today and tomorrow. When you do, you will have far less time to dwell on the past. If you find the past creeping into your mind, you can acknowledge it by looking for a lesson before returning to the present. You might find it easier to handle if you have a cue prepared for these situations. For example, as you struggle to get to sleep because there's a slideshow in your mind repeating all your past mistakes, take a deep breath and say, it's fine. That was the past. I am now focused on my happiness going forward. If you allow yourself to be overwhelmed with hurt feelings, then there won't be enough room for positivity and growth. Make a conscious decision to let go of the past and put your energy into finding joy today and tomorrow. So let's repeat that. If the slideshow is on repeat, like a virtual loop, and you cannot seem to shake it, take a deep breath and say, it's fine. That was the past. I am now focused on my happiness going forward. Forgive yourself and do it fast. Most people think it's easier to forgive themselves than it is to forgive others. Well, most people would be wrong. Even when you tell yourself that you're over it, you rarely, rarely are. It just seems simple to shrug and say, it's fine and you're moving forward. When you forgive yourself or others, you aren't condoning a mistake. You're simply saying you recognize that moving on is a necessary part of healing. Otherwise, you sit in your pain and hold on to stubbornness and choose to punish yourself. You might think you're punishing others, but in the true reality, all it boils down to is you're punishing yourself. It isn't just punishing yourself for failure, though. It goes much deeper than that because by failing to forgive yourself, you choose to stay stuck. And by staying stuck, you prevent yourself from achieving your dreams. One simple act of forgiveness frees you to pursue your goals. You're still a good person. Even if you make a mistake or experienced a failure that ultimately really hurt. To move on, to push forward, to embrace joy, you have to let it go and forgive yourself. Forgiveness is a concrete way to let something go. The most important aspect of moving on is extending forgiveness. You might have blame to take. But taking blame doesn't mean beating yourself up about it time and time again and trapping yourself in misery. It means learning the lesson, applying them, and moving forward in love and peace. 
Are you stuck right now? Are you wondering where to turn? It's time to turn inwards. What anger or pain are you holding onto and holding against yourself? You might think that you have resolved your issues, but there's a good chance the reason you're stuck is that you haven't truly forgiven yourself for some previous infraction. Take a long look at the issues you're dealing with in your life right now. Trace them back as far as you can and determine what forgiveness you need to extend to yourself. Why would you actively choose to indulge in pain and suffering? That's no fun. When we, when rather, when you can choose to move on by simply forgiving yourself. Everyone makes mistakes. Don't allow them to make you a prisoner. Just remember, forgive yourself. Take time. And the cost to you is so worth it to spend time on you forgiving yourself of your mistakes in your past. Learn from them and move forward. Until tomorrow, my friend. Bye for now.